Hi, this is John Ryan with Team Handball News. This podcast episode includes several interviews from this past weekend's Air Force Invitational. Over the course of the interview, I interviewed uh, Mashe Mukori from Concordia College, uh, William Kennedy from Texas A&M, Alex Laws from North Carolina, Nate Luther from Air Force, and Air Force Head Coach Mike Cavanaugh. We'll get to the interviews right after a short word from our sponsor. Do you take your quads to the gym? How about your biceps, abs, and calves? As an elite athlete, of course you do. Well, taking the muscles you can't see, like the ones controlling your lungs to the gym, should be no different. Introducing the EMST 150 from Aspire Products. The EMST 150 is the most scientifically tested handheld expiratory muscle strength trainer available. Take your workout to the next level by using the EMST 150 and its inspiratory training adapter. Elite athletes, see what a difference taking your lungs to the gym can make. And Team Handball News listeners, get 30% off your purchase by going to emst150.com and entering the promo code THN30 at checkout. Turn your lungs into elite performers. Joining me is uh, William Kennedy from Texas A&M and Moshe McCoury from Concordia College. Concordia College. <laughs> and uh, we're here at the uh, Air Force Invitational in Colorado Springs, Colorado, uh, at the Olympic Training Center. You guys just took care of uh, North Carolina. But first, both college players, but you guys are playing for Dallas. How did you guys hook up with them? Why don't you go first, Will? Yeah, well, I'm from Houston originally, and so I played with the Firehawks some back in, when I'm in town, over the summers, and some tournaments throughout my college career. And now both numbers on both teams are kind of small, so we've come together to form a Texas team now, and so that's now how I'm playing with Dallas. And you're up there, way up north, and you're also <laughs> playing. How's how'd that happen? Yeah, so I have family in Dallas, and then every time I go there, I try to meet up with some of the guys on the Dallas team, Roger, Brazilian guys, sometimes I visited him a few times when I was in Dallas, and then when they just show up. So I feel like I have that relationship with Dallas every time I'm in Texas, I'm just going to go and practice with them. And then this is my second tournament with them. I played in December, I think it was the Dallas, Dallas tournament. Yeah, for the Texas tournament. Yes, the Texas tournament. I played for Dallas that tournament. And ever since, I've just been like, you know, they always keep me up to date with anything that's going on. And from Concordia College, I just get to travel and then come and join them. Yeah, well, let's talk a little bit about Concordia College. Because I'm probably like everyone else outside of Minnesota and uh, North Dakota. They hear Concordia College and they say, well, where is that? What school is that? How do they have a handball program? Yeah, so I started playing handball when I was, well, I think it was 15. Um, I, I remember at 13 I tried to join a club and they told me I was too young to join a club so that was kind of like this is while you were in uh, in Dallas no 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 no. this is back then in Africa oh in Africa where, where are you from yeah, originally Zimbabwe originally from Zimbabwe Zimbabwe yes sir so when I was in Zim I tried to join a club there and then they told me to come back when I was 16 15 then I went back when I was 15 and then I started playing the sport I tried rugby but I wasn't big enough for rugby so with handball, I started playing on the school team, and I was pretty good, and I was a starting player. And then when I graduated high school, came for college here, and I linked up with the Minnesota team handball club 
from my campus, and I only realized that they were four hours away. So I had to start a club because there was no way I was going to commute four hours every Wednesday as a student. So um, it was tough. In 2016, fall, that's when we started the program, and I had like four guys in the team. Then in about three months in a semester, we had enough guys to form a team, and then it was kind of difficult to teach them a new sport. You know, they try and play basketball on the court a lot. But it's been, we've made a lot of progress. And in retrospect, I'd say that I feel like I see a lot of progress. I mean, some of the guys from my Concordia team are playing today. And they scored in some of the games. And you can tell that. How many guys are playing today? Two. <coughs> two. two other guys from Concordia. So, yes. And I've been trying to make sure that, you know, every time there's a tournament in the Midwest, we participate in those. And that's how we've been. We've been growing as a team, but I feel like I'm kind of sidetracked. Do, do you guys have enough to get to nationals? So, yes, but the only problem is the timing of nationals is this year is off with our just school calendar. We do have events that are kind of traditional on a college campus, and it's very difficult to convince players on the team to give up those you know, commitments and travel with us to college nationals. So uh, that's a shame. That would be that would be nice to have a new college. Yeah. People, people, who are these guys? Where did they come from? <coughs> Out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. Because uh, you guys, you're definitely a solid player. I was watching it, and uh, thank you. I'm sure you're you doing your best to bring all the other guys up to speed. Yes, sir. And, and William, how, how are things going with uh, Texas A&M this season? Good. They're going really well, actually. We got a bunch of new players in the fall, which is kind of uncharacteristic for an off Olympic cycle year. So we're expecting a lot next season with the Olympics, but we got about nine new players and about five who have really come again this semester. Uh, other people have kind of been off and on because of work or school. So hopefully we'll have uh, them back next season as well. Uh, some good young talent, some people who joined who are a little older as well. Uh, so looking really positive, and I think we're going to be pretty competitive this yeah, year. But you you only got to play in the one tournament in Texas so yes, far, right? Yes, we were trying to come here or to the Blue Cup, but just with timing and school, it was just challenging. And finances, we were really we are thankfully sponsored by this one guy more or less, but that kind of covers Dallas and nationals. So yeah. it's hard to get outside, and it's hard to motivate people who are not really invested in the sport. Even though they enjoy it, you know, have a good time playing it. To it, pay it. It's one thing to drive to Dallas or Houston. Right. It's another thing to, to buy a plane ticket to go play a sport exactly. you've been playing for a while. Exactly. Once you've gotten there, it's not so hard. Right, yeah, you're used <laughs> to it. Yeah, And that's why I try to always play with Houston and Dallas, to, mm-hmm. to get more experience, because you know, I'm trying to lead the team, and if I'm not increasing my knowledge and experience, how can I raise their level? And so... The other big thing this year is we have you know a full senior lineup, which has um, not been like that for a long time. So uh, we all started except for one guy freshman year. He started sophomore year, and so we have a lot of chemistry on and off the court, which I think is going to be very helpful. And, and you guys are definitely planning on uh, college nationals. Yes, yeah, we actually have a little too much for one team, so we're hoping to combine with UNC's spillover. Oh, okay. To make a second team. Huh? So that's yeah, that's been encouraging. And, and what's what's the goal for Texas A&M and Nationals? Where uh, do you think you I guys? Think the goal is to try to win it. I think we have a we have a shot this time. Yeah. Uh, I know our our game experience is going to be our weakness, but mm-hmm. um, I think well, you guys you guys definitely played Air Force close in the in the third place game last year, and then you played them at the Texas tournament. Yes, yes. And uh, they they came away with the win, but mm-hmm. they've been playing a lot more right. games. So and I, we were actually up at halftime. So. Uh, that's kind of where game management experience is going to be key. Yeah. Uh, 
And uh, you're looking to uh, graduate here in the yeah. in the spring. Mm-hmm. What's what's your plans after graduation? I'm actually looking to try to play handball for at least a year. Uh, so I've been talking with Julio and some other club players from the national team, the junior national team, to see what it's like over there and mm-hmm. seeing if I can get in a club uh, to see if it can raise my level a little bit. So, so um, maybe overseas in Europe, yes, yes, like. Yeah. Uh, are you, are you targeting any country in particular? Um, I'm looking to a developed club system. I'm pretty open, ultimately. Uh, I know that handball may not last forever, so I also am kind of trying to keep an eye on maybe where I could get a more traditional job in like chemical engineering, which I study, uh, if it doesn't work out for some reason. So, Yeah, that would be that would be the ideal, to actually have a, uh, a, a job that you, we were talking earlier, you're graduating chemical right. engineering. So um, that would be great to get a job, and, and you know that's something that would look good on the resume, right, right? And then also have that you know handball experience. Exactly. So hopefully I'll know more by nationals, but yeah. Uh-huh. Um, been working on your German or? Uh, not yet. Yeah, you know, I don't want to start learning a language and then you know move to Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that would be that would be problematic. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, I, I think it's great to get that opportunity to live in a, in another country um, and, and get that experience too. And it's it's hard. To, like, where do you see yourself developing as a handball player? Yeah. Well, one thing I've noticed as playing with the national team and these tournaments, when you get to stick them, you know, it, it just it's a different game. And even the stuff that you're used to doing without stick them isn't the same. And so I just feel like the repetition is going to be key to just. Opening up the game to where it's com- where I'm comfortable, just doing whatever with the ball, and then being able to then strategize a little bit more. Sure. So, have you uh, have you looked at uh, uh, playing wing? Maybe. Yeah, that was my recommendation, and I'm I'm open to, to doing that. I know that I'm a little undersized to to really move up in the ranks. Yeah, you, you, you're kind of what uh, they they have it in other sports. They call it the tweener. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you're not uh, you're not you're not a six five. Towering uh, shooter, but right. you got some solid skills. And, and then the question is, do you have the do you have the requisite quickness to, to play wing? Right. And, but you're not going to find that out exactly. here in the U.S. Exactly. Probably. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like I just got to give it a full shot. Sure. So. What What are your plans? What What grade are you in? Um. So I'm a senior, and I I'm graduating this semester. So my plan is, we I've managed to secure a sponsorship with them. Biotech Academy in uh, Fargo, which is the capital of North Dakota. <laughs> so um, I'm planning on growing the club. We already have a women's team going, and within the next 14, 15 months, I'm going to be doing my master's in accounting at NDSU, North Dakota State University. So I'm trying to make it a three-college team. It's going to be a Min- Concordia College, which is a four-year college, private college. Then there's a Minnesota, a more state university, and then there's NDSU within basically two cities that are right next to each other. So having one team from those three campuses sponsored by the colleges and the universities, plus this sponsor, I think I'll be able to work on developing a family. Yeah, you look at a at a college like Concordia. What what is it? Uh, Fifteen hundred students, something like that. Yeah, it's one point eight, one thousand eight hundred. Yeah, that's a and it's a smaller school. So I look at that, you know, from like a grow the game standpoint. Mm-hmm. 
super motivated guy getting things going there. But the 1,800 students to work with, and then a lot of them are already probably playing something. Football, yeah. So it, you have a small small pool to, to work with. Yes. But but maybe that strategy of combining colleges makes sense. Yes. Yeah. No. That definitely makes sense. And I mean, comparing ourselves to the teams that play in the Midwest, Milwaukee, Minnesota, Chicago, and I feel like in every tournament we usually play against each other. It's always a better result. Like I think it was um, sometime in February, early February, we played in uh, in a small town in Milwaukee against both of the teams, and we lost the game at the very end. Which when we started, it was different because I remember the very first game, it was a bloodbath. Like you know, you're having someone who does not know how handball works, and they're trying to dribble crossovers and everything, and it's just you know you need patience and working with them, but. Uh, Takes time. Well, you know, and, and I remember uh, I listened to rugby podcasts a lot of time just to, to see what they do in another sport. And they actually have an organization to call it the National Small College Rugby Organization. Mm-hmm. And they actually put together team. They, you know, they join teams up and they play against the big schools. They say, okay, yeah, they get special uh, dispensation to actually form a team to to go play at their at their. Uh, at their sevens championship, okay, it was like a combination of several schools and, and like an all-star team. So maybe that's a model that uh, USA team handball can follow. Um, have you guys heard of some of the the efforts going on with college handball in the U.S.? Uh, are, you, are you excited? Do you, do you feel good about the future? What, what's your What's your perspective? I've heard about it. I don't think it's going to come to A and M, unfortunately. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in the Northeast or kind of just the East Coast and in the Midwest. So I feel like that's where the first wave is going to hit. And I, from talking with my coach and just list thinking about it, it might come the second wave through A&M and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, So I think we're a little, we'll be a little removed from it. Um, but that's okay. I didn't hear it. <laughs> I did not well, hear it. You know, I'm a big fan of the college game. That's the reason why I'm interviewing you guys, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Air Force and uh, North Carolina play. I, I think it's great because you have a little bit more uh, consistency with the rosters. Yeah. And nothing against the team oh, you guys yeah. put together here for Dallas, but you guys are kind of kind of from all over, and you guys want to play and you want to get together. But I, I just like the idea of, uh, guys in their late teens, early twenties. Everybody seems to be working with the same playing field. Mm-hmm. Is one of the things I like about the the college game. Yeah. Um, so, um, so you guys are looking looking good to make the finals uh, this tournament. You're so far. What's your record? Two and zero. Two and zero. And you'll play who? Uh, who who Air next? Force two tonight, and then Air Force one and three. Okay, so. It's never a given that you're going to win a game, right? But uh, I, I, would, I would chalk up a W for Air Force two, and then I guess we'll look at the Air Force North Carolina game. We'll right. kind of give a decision as to as to where that's headed. You might have um, might have things wrapped up or not. It's right. It could be a possible three way tie. Yeah, true. Yeah. Well, all right, William, and, and I'm sorry, Moshe, Moshe, William, and Moshe. Great <laughs> talking to you. Uh, good luck with the uh, rest of the tournament here. Thanks. Thanks. 
guys, uh, John Ryan of Team Handball News, and uh, joining me here is uh, Alex Blas, the uh, club president for Carolina Handball. Yes, sir. How you doing? Doing well, and yourself? Oh, not too bad. I guess you guys just wrapped up. Looks like you took uh, third place. That's correct, yeah. Um, was it 24-20 victory over... Uh, Look like a combined uh, Colorado Utah team. That's correct, yeah. Um, but not the game you wanted to play. No, absolutely not. But there's a couple of factors that went into play. Like, this is our first time playing with Blue all year since Open Nationals of last year. And there's a few people who have never played with Blue at all. And then lost our starting goalie right before the tournament so a couple of factors just didn't but, work out well yeah i was talking i was talking with uh, aaron gam about who, who's your starting goalie uh jared floyd he's a new kid this year and picked it up and he's incredible okay so that was disappointing uh but uh air force had a probably the best i've seen him play in years yeah uh, it's certainly better than the, what the team that you faced last year. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? Yeah, was, I think there's eight seniors, so they have a lot of chemistry together. They're all big, military style, so yeah. and they know what to do. I mean, they ran one play on us, and just the size mismatch, we just didn't adjust, and they just kept running it over and over. And um, how would you look at the, the Air Force team uh, compared to West Point team that you played just a couple weeks ago? I would say they're different. Uh, I think this one, Air Force, is a little bit more fundamental this year. Uh, West Point's still a classic West Point where they're big and strong, they're athletic, and they're going to shoot the ball hard and fast break on you if, you if you're not focused and they don't get tired. And, I mean, we didn't get to see the full West Point black team because three of their seniors weren't there. They're shifty center back. They're tall left back. They're right back. I think they're... The B team, I mean the, the gold team right back is a little better than they're actually starting one. But I think this year, this is the year that West Point probably gets the championship, but I don't think they're, they're going to win it this year. I think they're going to get upset. And you're looking at North Carolina and maybe Air Force's teams that can do that. Yeah. And I've heard Ohio State has some big guys, a couple 6'5 guys, a couple players playing for the junior national team, so I wouldn't take them out of consideration. I mean, maybe their third team, but definitely not their first team. I think they're going to be a lot more difficult than, than we've seen. What about uh, anything like Texas A&M? We're seeing uh, William Kennedy playing here with the Dallas team. They also are a team that probably be in contention. Mm-hmm. I, I, what it seems like, I think Williams like their driving force, and I think a lot of teams can just shut down one player. Like in the past, like they've been good, but I, I don't know. I just haven't seen this year because no one sees them because they never come to tournaments on the East Coast, which I really don't know. Well, we were talking a little bit yesterday. We'll, we'll switch gears here. Talking a little bit yesterday about the, the college game. As, uh, William Kennedy gets a nice shot there to tie up the game here 2-2. Uh, you've been playing how many years now? Four years. All four years at, at Carolina, mm-hmm. and we were talking about it. You, you kind of came in right after the Olympics, right? Yeah. Actually, I didn't watch it in the Olympics. Um, my high school PE teacher said to check it out because they played this like trash version with the little foam dodgeballs, and it was like a lot of basketball dribbling. Just everybody who had the ball, they were gonna shoot the ball, and like it wasn't even close to what we played here. What what sports did you play in high school? Soccer and lacrosse, and then recreationally everything. Recreationally, what? Every other sport. Okay. Yeah. okay. And and so you you came to UNC. You were looking for something else to do, and mm-hmm. um, handball was your. 
Yeah, your uh, recreational outlet then for yeah. four years. I went to the first practice. Miles did one of his inspirational speeches, and then I was hooked. It's a sport you get to hit people, shoot the ball hard, and then juke people out. I mean, it's the perfect combination. How, how do you see in your four years? Has, has the game grown? Has it basically? You know, treaded water, same level, or receded? How would you characterize it? I'd say the quality is a little better. I think teams are just generally getting more fundamental. Like, have more people know about They just know what to do, and I think it's, it's being taught well. But team-wise, I've seen, like, when I first started, West Virginia wasn't a team. Ohio State wasn't really much. And then, like, there's Clemson and Auburn were big because they used to have the national team hosted there. So, like, there's a lot of teams that will come and go. I mean, Texas A&M, Carolina, West Point, Air Force, we're kind of like the stereotypical, we're consistent. Those three teams have been around for a long, long time. Uh, You go back to when I was playing in the 80s, it was just Air Force and West Point. We started in 1989. And and you guys came in shortly thereafter. Um, What what are some of the things that you would like to see to, to grow the game? I would say just getting better athletes into it, like, I'm like I'm good at handball, but I'm like I'm definitely not the best athlete out there. I mean, you take one kid that's a walk-on for football and put him out here, he's going to destroy people. And like some a good athletic black, uh, basketball player, like it's just they're going to do well. Yeah. Have you guys Have you guys tried to get like Oh yeah, all like, the time. Like the walk-on, and, and that's something I see. I say a walk-on football player at a Division One school yeah. is usually it's not Rudy. Yeah. It's, it's a guy that's a pretty solid athlete. You get that sort of guy to say. To me, it seems like an easy argument. Do you want to? Do you want to sit on yeah. the sidelines and be the practice player, or do you want to be a potential future national player in handball? Yeah, I mean, it's still, like, they could foot with football. They still get to be on the team. You get all the cool gear and all the the glamour that comes with it. And then with handball, like. Yeah, they play enough club sport. If they say they get to the national level, they're gonna make maybe two hundred dollars a month. There's like nothing really. I mean, there's there's just nothing right now. It's I mean, Drew Donlin's doing well in Europe, but that's like one player. I just I just don't know if there's enough money to commit someone to. Well, leave I, I can sure. see somebody yeah. that that might think he's gonna make the NFL or, yeah. or even the XFL. Yeah. But I'm looking at a walk-on. Yeah. Other than the cool gear. I don't know. I, that learning curve to it coming in at 18 versus like. Growing up playing it, it kills a lot of interest. Well, one of the big controversies that we've had in the, in the past uh, few weeks, anyway, was yeah. the, the big Jay Cutler, pardon my take, brouhaha. Yeah. What's, what's your general feeling on that? I think with probably like three to four years, they definitely couldn't win an Olympic gold medal, but they could be good. Like, they could be better than what our national team is right now. Um, obviously, like... The technique and stuff is extremely hard, but the athletes playing D1 basketball and football are superior to just about everybody in the country. There's there's no way. I, I'll agree with you at a certain point. I think our, our current national team with some of the dual citizens we have, Yeah, I think it's a pretty solid team. Yeah. Um, I, I, not to say that uh, some of these guys, if they play it, but... If, I guess that becomes a question of how long it takes yeah. them to yeah. to really become an, a, a player that can excel. Yeah. What would what would you say if you had to take on? Let's say you took on the best combination of UNC basketball players and football players, and you gave them one week to get ready to take on 
Carolina handball, what do you think the outcome of that would be? I think one week. Be... They get one week. They can go two a days. Yeah. They can do whatever, and we'll give them a good coach. It'd what be... do you think the outcome of that game would be? It would be close because if they just learn some of the basic dribbling, I think they would have a lot of turnovers, like carrying the ball and charges. But if it can't just – um, it became just a pure speed, and if they just jump shot, he can jump probably four to five feet in the air and just throw the ball 100 miles an hour. I don't know how we would stop that. Like, I think we're better. I think we could hold up, but like the second time, I think they would definitely pull it out. Yeah, and we're we're talking a Big serious a serious group of talented athletes yeah. there. When we're talking North Carolina. Yeah. Well, Alex, it's been it's been great talking to you. Oh yeah, Thank and. You. Uh, this tournament didn't turn out the way you want, but I think you got some it's good right. games, some good experience. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be uh, it's a fun in April. really, really interesting at uh, national championships. Mm-hmm. The EMST 150 is the most clinically tested and proven handheld expiratory muscle strength trainer available. Team handball athletes, increase your exercise capacity by using the EMST 150 with the new IA150 adapter to train both your expiratory and inspiratory muscles. Take advantage of an exclusive offer. Get 30% off your order by going to emst150.com and typing in promo code THN30 at checkout. That's E for expiratory, M for muscle, S for strength, and T for trainer. EMST 150. Turn your lungs into elite performers. Hi, I'm with uh, tournament MVP Nathan Luther. Nathan, congratulations on a great tournament. Oh, thank you. So, tough game uh, here against Dallas. Uh, back and forth affair. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on the uh, test? It was, it was a really good Dallas team. They had a lot of good players, uh, and we just knew going into the game we would have to you know be on top of our stuff, and we went out there and executed and got a positive result. Yeah. Um, a little bit about uh, your your guys' strategy for pressuring the ball right at the line. That's something I've seen Air Force do the, the last couple years. Yeah, so uh, we like to mix it up every once in a while and do like a, a full court press uh, and it, it generally uh, has a pretty good success rate of getting turnovers, uh, so we like to throw that into our uh, strategy every now and then. It's not something you do the whole game, but no. uh, the, the, the Coach Cavanaugh just decides, you know, okay, let's uh, mix it up here yeah. and, and go man to man here for a yeah. bit. A, a lot of times he'll call that after a, a super emotional goal to get the energy up. Yeah. So I, it, it seems to work for you. It's not it's not a technique that's used by a lot of teams. Uh, certainly at a higher level, but at this level, you know, from time to time, I see I see it work for Air Force more often than not. Yes, sir. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about yourself. What uh, what sports did you play in high school? Uh, I I played baseball in high school. Uh, I was a pitcher. Uh, uh, I walked on to the academy's team for about a semester and got cut and then found out about handball. Yeah, and you're left-handed. Yes, sir. Was everybody excited about that when they found out that you were left-handed? I, I think so, yeah. <laughs> How many years have you been playing? Uh, this will this will be about my fourth year playing. So you, start, you started playing when you were a freshman? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, 
talk a little bit about uh, your evolution as a player from freshman to senior. Oh, wow. Uh, I wasn't very good freshman year, uh, so I feel like I've, I've come a long way. You know, I've worked on, uh, you know, arm strength and uh, a lot of uh, working on, like, getting more explosive, things like that. And, and Air Force, you guys have a, a senior-laden team this year? We do. We have uh, It seems like you guys have some good chemistry. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were able to beat North Carolina earlier in the tournament. Mm-hmm. That was a, a, a nice, comprehensive win, wasn't it? It was, yeah. It felt really good, uh, especially because they beat us last year at uh, College Nationals. They beat you. What was the score last year? Nineteen seventeen, I think. It was only by one or two. Yeah, one or two. But the the game last uh, last night, you guys command performance from, from start to finish for an eight goal victory. Um, how do you see nationals shaping up? And who's the team to beat? And where do you guys think you'll be? Uh, you know, we're we're very excited about nationals. Uh, you know, if we keep playing the way we are, I think we might be the team to beat, you know, but there's also West Point and, you know, North Carolina are both good teams. All right, well, well what's your record against Air Force in your four years here? Air Force? I mean, against Army. Oh, uh, O and several. O and several. So, we're looking for that first one. You guys are really gunning for them then, right? Yes, sir. All right, let's, uh, let's change gears a little bit. Right. Are you familiar with the Jake Cutler controversy? Uh, a little bit, yeah. I saw yeah. they were talking about it on uh, First Take or something. Yeah, they, he's saying that uh, they can put together a team and uh, take take on uh, take on the world, win a gold medal. How about a different a different possibility? What if you took the best players on the Air Force football team, okay, best players on the basketball team, throw in lacrosse, whatever? How well do you think that team would do against uh, Air Force Hamble? Well, it depends on how long they've practiced, yeah. you know, because you know it's not an easy game to learn. So if if you know they if uh, you know we played them the first time they were playing, we we probably beat them. But what about what about one week? They can go two a days. We give them a good coach. I I, I still say we beat them. I, I, I just have that confidence in ourselves. I think you guys would. Yeah. You know, not to say that. There's quite a good athletes that they could draw from, but uh, you guys are, are solid as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you're getting ready to graduate? Yes, sir. What uh, What was your major and uh, what uh, career field are you going into? Uh, I'm a political science major, uh, and I'm going to pilot training what after graduation. pilot training? Yeah, after graduation. And, and, I, and I saw, I think it was on Instagram, somebody posed a question, are you guys all like pilots? And you and basically almost the entire senior contingent. Yeah, yeah all, of our, our, all of our seniors. Seniors got pilot slots. So. That's uh, that's that's unusual. Yeah, it's awesome. But everybody's everybody's plan, and that's where everybody's going. So, uh, you know, maybe we should uh, rename rename you guys to the Zoomies or something. Maybe. Well, all right, Nate. It was great talking to you. Uh, good luck Thank you. Uh, at nationals, and uh, good luck serving our country. We Thank appreciate you. that. Yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, with me is uh, Mike Cavanaugh, head coach Air Force. Mike, how you feeling now? Feel really good. Um, this was somewhat eleventh hour going through all the the paperwork and bureaucracy, but uh, this is a wonderful place. So we think by doing a good job this first year, Dallas will speak well about us and want to come back. North Carolina made the long trip out, Salt Lake. So we want to stimulate. This, this particular event, and uh, a lot of it is, is dependent on the availability 
in the time of the year. So there's obstacles to overcome, but the cadets did a nice job of organizing. Yeah, and just just to be clear for everybody, we're playing here at the Olympic Training Center. Yeah, full court, full court gym, nice floor. And I was surprised. I, I messed up. I didn't realize you guys were actually playing of stickum. Yes, water soluble, but you know the the days of stickum are on the wane. Um, manufacturers are trying to develop a, a tacky ball. Um, not the R and D is a lot of R and D gone into it, but it's not quite there. And then you know they're restricting now in Europe uh, certain levels, certain nations. But the water soluble is the next step because it comes up a little bit easier. Yeah, I see. I see the guys here uh, with the towels, and yeah. they're making pretty good progress. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's the nature of the cadets. You know, nobody goes home till the work's done. Yeah. Uh, well, you got you had five teams here at the tournament, and uh, a nice little competitive group of three between you, uh, Air Force, the the Dallas team, and North Carolina. Yeah, I agree. Um, and, uh, you know, Dallas has perennially been uh, an elite team. They've always fought for the elite. And I thought they had the best backcourt uh, of, of any teams that were here. So, uh, and, and they're good sportsmen. You know, that's another thing is it's not always like this. Um, you know, they're helping it, us up. We're helping them up. Uh, kind, of, kind of a good feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they were, they were kind of a mix. I guess they had some folks from, from different places yeah. and, and, and bringing them together. Um, uh, What's your feeling on that? I mean, that's something I, I, I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, but if, if you know, we, we try and do rankings, and you know, with the rosters that kind of change a little bit from tournament to tournament, it's you know, I I, I, I talk with Brian Corcoran and I look at the rankings and I'm going like, what team am I ranking? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, you know, like LA last last uh, in Phoenix, I, I heard that they, you know, it was a little bit different team than they had nationals last whoa, year. Whoa, 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 yeah, yeah. Well, listen. Um, the basics are anytime you try and improve and establish rules, there's going to be some misfits. And I love the purity of the Air Force in North Carolina, but it's not always like that. So we'll always have growth pains, encouraging new teams to participate, those kind of things. Yeah, I don't like to see L.A. was like, oh, my God, there was like, well, I won't say it, but there was a, a lot of ringers there. Um, I mean, it's got its pros and cons. It's great for Air Force to play a team like that and, and learn from them. It's just it's just a little frustrating, uh, you know, consistency and, and, and trying to bring up the product. And, and for me, that's one of the reasons why I, I I love the college game because for the most part, it's guys yeah. eighteen to twenty three, and it's they've been playing the same amount of time. It's uh, it's, yeah. it's hard to bring in ringers. Maybe someday we'll get to that point where we have international players yeah, yeah. coming into college programs. Well, again, I underscore, anytime there's growth, there's going to be pains, and it doesn't always work out. So, But everybody, everybody seems to adapt to it. And, uh, you know, there, I, I feel a sense that there's growth in all, all across the nation. You know, it's not, and it's been slow coming, but we need to sustain it yeah. as best we can. Yeah. Um, so you, you get the big, big W in the tournament, win the title. Uh, do you guys have anything else uh, cooking before uh, nationals in at Ohio State? Uh, well, a bunch of the guys are self-funding to go over to uh, Amsterdam and compete with a with a club, train and compete over there, and they're taking their spring break. So that sh- kind of shows the commitment. They pay the airfare, we get the training and food and housing, and uh, we pay the airfare. They they give us the uh, food, housing, and the and the uh, experience. Oh, that is, so this is a combination with the, like the Ohio State thing that JD Orr is working. 
I'm not sure what they're doing. This, okay. this just came up uh, through Mark Ortega. And, okay, yeah. yeah, I think it is yeah. the same thing. And the, the, the more network that you start, you know, the better off yeah. it's going to be for us. So. Well, that'll be a great experience. Yeah. I wish there was something around like that when I was playing. I know. Um, how do you feel going into Nationals? Is this? Uh, how do you feel about taking down 14 in a row Army? Yeah, you know that that's the the thing about it. we we can we can match up with them. Sometimes we're over stimulated and over amped just because it's West Point. So we have to we have to we have to play experiences like this to learn how to win, and then it'll be interesting the tactics that they use and we use against us. Yeah. So. When's the last time Air Force beat Army? You know, uh, in my opinion, it was 2008 in the first legitimate two times 30 game with referees and the whole whole bit. So 2008. Is yeah, I think I think there was a game played here at the at the academy, but they were missing a lot of players. Yeah, so you, you can't trust the football weekends. Yeah. Because we went back there with eight guys, and they came here with eight guys. Yeah. You know. So first legitimate victory, last legitimate victory, 12 years ago. Yep. So. Wow. And my, my assistant coach played on that team. Okay. Yeah, and he remembers it well. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see what happens here in a month or so. Yeah. Congratulations, and uh, we'll catch you later. Thanks, John.